0: hey guys it's michelle and brandy and this is spooky shit so this week we are going to be talking about bear attacks it was originally just gonna be animal but we are <laughs> like-minded individuals yes. we both chose bears yes so we'll just pretend it are supposed to be bears so brandy's gonna be starting yes i'm gonna talk about gene mo and i'm going to be talking about the deaths of Timothy Treadwell and Amy Huguenard. They died? I had to say that there because I vaguely, like, reference, like, things such as before their deaths. And so I must let you know now. Damn, that's... My story's darker, I'm assuming. <laughs> yeah, I thought we were doing survivors. We never said the word surviving. You're but right. whenever you put your notebook down, I saw the word survive and I was like, ooh. <laughs> well. Um, anyway many different kinds of bear attacks you know
1: yeah the, the ones that make
0: <laughs> it out and the ones that don't yeah so two two <laughs> kinds of bear attacks not many
1: <laughs> oh well damn that makes a gene he's a badass okay that's all i'm gonna say right now okay gene, cool gene is a badass anyway let's talk about gene mo okay so he was a 69 year old alaskan hunter living life when he was nearly killed by a kodiak bear um, so before I get into his awesome survival story, I wanted to give you a little background on the Kodiak bear, a.k.a. the Alaskan brown bear.
0: Ooh, I was going to say, I don't know what a Kodiak bear is. <laughs> I mean, I didn't either. I had to
1: do some research on the big ba- okay. research.
0: I, I wasn't going to say anything. <laughs> you know,
1: I always got to roast myself oh, yes, before you course. do. Of
0: course. You could think an of episode name idea. Research. My paisita Classic. came out, okay? <laughs>
1: so the kodiak bear is very similar to a to the grizzly bear yes Mm -hmm. i feel like almost all bears are the same besides like the color and shape or i think black
0: bears are smaller yeah sloth bears look silly so there's that well i mean (laughs) dangerous bears but like for the
1: (laughs) most part they're like the same shape just different sizes and colors
0: you're not wrong (laughs) but for the
1: most part like they're i feel like they're all pretty similar yeah I mean they're all bears True.
0: <laughs> you got me there uh,
1: anyways the kodiak bear is very similar to the grizzly bear the main difference being its size oh um typically grizzlies range between 200 254 pounds to 794 pounds that's
0: such a big window uh literally five pounds or 500 five pounds 500 five hundred pounds different. five pounds yeah <laughs> that was so stupid <laughs> so much five pounds yes
1: oh uh-huh. whereas the kodiak bear ranges from 660 pounds to 1320 pounds what or 1320 i don't know how to read numbers
0: big ass bear
1: 1320 pounds that's how you say
0: it oh oh no that, that's a big oh, boy oh no it's like a whale bear <laughs> I don't know how much whales weigh. I'm
1: pretty sure that there are tons. Oh, you know whatever. I mean, I don't know. Is there a scale? Big you know, enough?
0: okay. So that bears half a ton. Tons are two thousand. Oh, are this they? is half a ton of bear. You're making me not sure. I think so.
1: I mean, I don't know. I
0: don't, okay, you guys. I mean, this I, is I, too sh- close to math for us.
1: I don't even know how to read numbers. <laughs> Fair. <laughs> I can only read barely hundreds. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. Some have been known to exceed to 1,500 pounds. What the fuck? Big boys. I'm They're trying to large. imagine what
0: that would look like, but I've never seen 1,500 pounds of animal in my room, so
1: I don't know how to. Well, I guess when they stand, typically, they can reach about five feet. Oh. So, basically, like, as tall as us, but that's just their shoulder. That's not counting their oh. head.
0: Oh. Oh, no. They not got the massive. jaws of death. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
1: Um, a large male bear can reach up to 9.8 feet, like standing up on its hind legs. Oh, that's no. That's scary. That's
0: like, even if you try to climb in a tree to get away, it just, just grabs you. Dude, they're so
1: strong. This is why
0: we don't go to Alaska, man. <laughs> Mine's in Alaska, too. Oh, yeah? Yeah. <laughs> was it a,
1: against a Kodiak bear, too? It was a
0: grizzly. Well, now um. I'm wondering if it was a Kodiak, and I just didn't understand, because they kept calling it a brown bear. But they mentioned grizzlies at times. I didn't know that there's more than one kind of brown bear. Well, there is. well boy, there's do the, I feel foolish. I mean, if
1: it was in Alaska, it's an Alaskan brown bear. So I guess it could have been a Kodiak. Uh,
0: well, I wrote grizzly, so we'll hope I for mean, the best. <laughs> there was grizzly too. Technically, it's like a grizzly. It's a kind of grizzly. You know, it's it, it might have been because it was Just a call big it a bear. Way. Yeah, all bears are the same. <laughs> and there's two kinds of attacks: you get out or you don't.
1: <laughs> so other than size. size it's pretty similar to any other bear in the way that it's built to live and survive so like their claws and stuff like that yeah they got massive like claws like dude i, I was kind of reading like how they use their claws to like um what is it like d de- deep bone like fish and oh, stuff like that, but- is that oh What? oh my god called? something like that
0: i don't know but that sounds awful i was gonna say i feel like i read before i don't know if you saw this not even like recently but bears don't have the sharpest claws they're more just like thick and strong that's worse almost that's like blunt force with it it's like a bunch of butter knives stabbing you oh my god i wish you guys could see brandy's face (laughs) (laughs) i'm very interested in what that means (laughs) like
1: yeah i mean their paws are massive i feel like they're I'm all holding my hand up.
0: You're like, I have bear hand. I
1: do not have bear The size of a
0: Kodiak.
1: (laughs) (laughs) This is maybe the cub size. It's a little baby bear. (laughs) (laughs) You need to, like, triple the size for a bear, (laughs)
0: pole.
1: Anyways, now to Gene's story. He had gone camping slash hunting on the Afagonak Island, which is northwest of the known village of the Kodiak.
0: Oh, oh no. Why there? I mean, he probably wanted to hunt bears. <laughs> no, he <we>
1: didn't. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> he had gone with his 44 year old son, Carl, and two of his employees, Tom Frolick, 44, and Steve Fitzpatrick, 48. Okay. Yeah. They went to hunt Sid- Sidka blacktails. Which is basically a type of beer beer.
0: <laughs> I meant deer. <laughs> they went Just to go shooting like pints of beer. <laughs> they
1: went to go hunt some beer. <laughs> they were thirsty.
0: The only way to say you're going to a bar now. You're gonna go hunt some beer. <laughs> SMH. I meant
1: hunt some deer. It was a type of deer. it's close
0: enough. All deers are the same anyway. <laughs> I love our generalizations for animals. <laughs> no difference it's
1: like, wait there's a difference nah I, i'm just kidding i
0: don't even know if i really knew there was that many different kinds of deer there like,
1: actually is i guess it have you never sense. been to the safari park it was like i have a shit ton of different ones oh i don't always
0: read it i read their names and i'm like oh look it's blah 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 <laughs> <it's a> <laughs> oh we saw the cutest gazelles the other day there was a tiny baby it was far away and it looked like this tall far away and i was like dying <laughs> anyway sorry it's <laughs> so dry
1: so gene's plan was to oh well he was an av- let me let me backtrack a little okay <laughs> he was an avid hunter like he would go all the time he was very experienced
0: i feel a little bad for judging him because i don't like hunting if you're gonna eat it it's okay i don't know if he's gonna eat the steer though if he was just hunting it hunting for the kill is weird well, to me i mean i'm not sure how it all works to be honest yeah
1: but i mean he yeah you know, i get there yeah. Okay, but I, okay. know, <laughs> I know he did, like, he would, like, go hunting and, like, skin it and take the meat and Oh,
0: okay. That yeah. makes more sense, at least. My inner vegan was coming out. <laughs> oh, like, actually.
1: <laughs> um But yeah, I guess Steve and Tom, the two partners, mm-hmm. um I guess they were kind of new to it. Okay. And so Gene was, like, helping them learn and all that.
0: I was scared of getting shot by one of them. <laughs> mm
1: hmm. <laughs> So I guess Gene's plan was to position Steve on a ridge and move out about 200 yards and, and circle to try to get like a deer to move closer to Steve um, so he can like get going his for shot. The kill. Yeah, basically.
0: <laughs> they were going to hurt it like a little sheep. Yeah, I guess.
1: <laughs> and I guess the plan was if by late in the day Steve hadn't gotten a deer, Gene would take a chance if he like came across it. Like if it, he saw a deer, he would take the chance.
0: Just go for it
1: um and i don't know much about hunting like i said yes <laughs> but i guess there are rules and one is that you have to always have a partner oh. or maybe not always but like it's recommended maybe, maybe. at this
0: place you had to yeah
1: and i guess you always have to be alert for a shot followed by an owl hoots what um
0: <laughs> that, why
1: well like like they fire like a shot and then like
0: how do how do oh like the humans would hoot.
1: yeah i thought the, no the,
0: the gun shoot and the owls hoot i was no. like why did they respond to shotgun no I like j- i
1: mean that that was like their call oh that's
0: stupid that
1: basically meant like come watch my back
0: okay i was like the birds are in on it <laughs> they're the owls These bitches.
1: <laughs> so on november 1st 1999 it was a cold as day said to be about 20 degrees or so Oof. Before Gene had gone on his separate way, he noticed Steve's ear flap on his hat was down, and I guess he he was, like,
0: kind of, like... Sketched out? Yeah,
1: sketched out. He was like, can you hear
0: with that thing on? I'm to allowed to hear my hoots.
1: Yeah, because he was, like, scared, you know? And yeah. And he was like, dude, can you hear
0: with that thing on? You're next to fucking Kodiak Village. <laughs> I'd be scared, too.
1: And I guess Steve, like, insisted that he could, but we Steve later lied. find... Yeah, we he couldn't hear... <laughs> So, Gene had gotten his chance and shot a deer and gave the signal, but Steve never came. Nightfall was close, so Gene decided to start skinning the deer alone instead of waiting for Steve. Oh. So, he was minding his business, skinning the meat off the carcass Uh. onto plastic when he
0: heard a roar. (laughs) Give that deer up real quick. Yeah. (laughs) Here, it's yours. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> like
1: mm-hmm,
0: no he team. sees the human he's like this looks better
1: <laughs> <laughs> well i guess it was hungry because i guess it was just really cold and a lot of the deers were like just dying it was just a bad winter what?
0: oh it was during winter so mm-hmm. he was probably like in yeah, the middle, was in hibernating November. like i need to fatten up <laughs> yeah well
1: i was reading a little bit about bears and i guess the males are like Oh, actually, it was a female bear, but okay. um, Fun fact, anyway. (laughs) (laughs) Males are like the last ones to like go into hibernation. I didn't know that. Usually, it's the cubs, then the females, and then the males.
0: Strange. I wonder why they do that. I don't know. Sexist. (laughs) Everything. Where he was. He heard the roar. He heard the water. Oh, he the war. he war. De-
1: <laughs> he described it as like a blood curling wo- wo-
0: roar. Roar, roar,
1: roar, roar. The bear
0: was like, oh, whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> <laughs> oh, hell, no, though.
1: Like it was loud, and I guess Oof. he described it as looking like a like a hungry bear. Oh like no, it just looked like Ugh. it was got gonna... mean
0: little eyes. Yeah,
1: <laughs> he had his barely short of four inches model. 110 buck folding knife in one hand and the heart of the deer in another uh, like he last well that's that's how he explained it like when he heard like turned to look he had the heart and the liver actually in what like his hands
0: he's like quick defend myself grab the heart of a deer <laughs>
1: no like he was in the middle no, no. of taking it
0: out <laughs> also for the, at first when we were like he had and you're describing this knife in his hand i imagine the bear pulling up with a little knife in his paw <laughs>
1: no like the gene had it uh, yes Wait, not the bear. it was i think it was three-fourths
0: Who was that going to do a fucking kodiak bear it did something oh shit okay because
1: gene knew what he was doing okay or he fought for his life okay <laughs> it was just under four inches so so it wasn't it wasn't Ooh, that big baby knife but it did he did that Fair
0: much enough, it sounds like
1: <laughs> it did <laughs> so he saw that the bear was like getting ready to charge for him oh and fuck no he was three steps away from his rifle, but decided to just prepare and use his little baby knife.
0: Yeah. I mean, bears run fucking fast, man. Yeah. You wouldn't have been able to grab it in time. Yeah. <laughs> that's. So that's why he decided. He's like, fuck it. Uh, I guess I my knife it heart is. I liver. <laughs> I'm good to go.
1: <laughs> so the bear. The bar. I was going to say the bar. I'm still thinking about <laughs> the beer, I guess. The mind, Brandy. I guess.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> I'm ready for my birthday.
0: Yes we are filming this just a few days before brandy's 23rd birthday mm-hmm. wow an adult at last <laughs> just a child now <laughs> a little baby bear. hi baby
1: <laughs> um the bear charged at him on all fours and in a split second gene reacted by shoving his knife into the bear's neck
0: Ooh, good as, place to get
1: yeah <laughs> um but i guess he like stabbed her as he bit into Jean's right arm right oh. above the elbow above the elbow that's a yeah well what is this called i don't know what's called i don't elbow (laughs) the thigh of the arm
0: (laughs) your upper arm the thigh of the arm (laughs) that might be a good episode of the name it's a little sensual (laughs) Uh um So it bit him on the side of the arm. I you know that really
1: meaty part yeah. of the elbow, the little
0: bingo wing part. Yeah,
1: I guess you know okay. the bingo wing. I mean, I don't know. Like because I know this is your, your fo- this. <laughs> this is your forearm, and yes. then you know this, is, this is your elbow of the arm, and that's your weenus, and then this <laughs> is brought up the
0: weenus. <laughs> I love that one.
1: And then you know the fatty part of it, yeah, the arm. thigh of the arm. <laughs>
0: There's not—that's the scientific term, is it? I doubt <laughs> There's it. There's <but> no way. <laughs> that's my term. Yes, let's use that.
1: Anyways, <laughs> it tried to like rip off his arm, uh, but was only able to take a big chunk
0: of his uh, flesh. That's still a lot. That's still, that's yeah, still a lot. Still basically, a lot of
1: that. but. I guess he described it that bears kind of like attack like kind of like a dog like they'll bite something kind of shake their head like trying to rip it off.
0: <gasps> but it's a big ass bear. Yeah, it's um, a big ass bear. Warning, guys, this is a graphic episode. Oh yeah, <laughs> Every I time always for fucking Andy. forget. You bro. said you survived, so for some reason I was like maybe it's not that graphic, and then I'm realizing now, oh it's still a bear. <laughs> I'll, <laughs> so, I'll put it in the bio. It's a
1: whittle graphic.
0: Yeah, it's just a whittle.
1: <laughs> um. Yeah. He basically took a big chunk out of his arm oh my goodness but because of his quick thinking wait what
0: i did it yes i've even heard of every episode though. wait what
1: <laughs> oh it's because i misread that sentence oh, okay let's <laughs> it, it tried ripping his arm off but was only able to take a big chunk of his flesh because of his quick thinking Oof. as the bear was biting his right arm with his left hand he like jabbed a finger into her eye good and obviously a bear has never felt that so <laughs> neither have <am> i <laughs> yeah that's, it's true so it was obviously like he described it was a new experience for her so she obviously was like yo what the
0: fuck <laughs> What the fuck are you doing with
1: yeah <laughs> so she like let go of his arm and began to like turn her away
0: oh yes good hmm? i know kind your story there's no way your story's over yet so <laughs> not good maybe <laughs>
1: No, I mean it's crazy. Okay. Okay. So when she let go of his arm, he basically tried to. It's called like a bulldog move. Oh. Which is basically like a wrestling like maneuver, to to gain control and like it's commonly used on animals with horns.
0: Whoa. And
1: I guess that came from his uh, experience from living on a farm when he was little in Minnesota. <laughs>
0: wrestling animals probably <laughs> so yeah, imagine farm yeah. boys in minnesota deal no, yeah that's what
1: he said like he would wrestle cattle
0: oh my god these poor cattle were like what um, the fuck get off of me
1: but yeah it turned out that was a huge mistake um she <gasps> oh, like no! f- she flipped her neck like backwards uh-huh. and he f- threw him eight feet in the air
0: oh my god it's so hard for me to picture how big this bear must be because it's like i picture the same size as him and you're like it threw him several feet in the air. i'm like the big bear the i guess I never, bear. I never i
1: never i i do mention it at the end but this bear was 750 pounds
0: <gasps> it wasn't even the biggest kind brandy no. can you imagine if it's 15
1: well it's because she was a female so she was like a decent size but okay. she wasn't like large
0: well it wasn't like an alpha male no Ooh, yeah female. Jean would have died they also they case. also
1: call females i think so's
0: oh my god they kept using the word so brown bears And I thought it was... Okay, I guess I did think that there was more brown bears. I was like, this must be a certain kind of brown bear.
1: (laughs) (laughs) No, yeah, because I was kind of confused. I saw it in in my story, too, and I said, so... And then, I guess that's the name. I forgot the male name already, but it was something weird, too. Big bitch. (laughs) (laughs) No, and then, obviously, cubs are babies. Little babies. Little babies. Little
0: babies.
1: It's so cute. So, as you could probably tell, Gene was pretty experienced and had some knowledge. And I guess he had observed bears in the past and he knew that something very important (laughs) important. that
0: was so that was so unintentional oh my god i'm gonna keep that in because it sounded like you did for dramatic effect i really did it was perfect
1: i just kind of was trying to roll with it
0: important (laughs) i love it
1: but this very important thing okay. was that most bears are right-handed and mainly <laughs> attack with their dominant hand.
0: Whoa, that is such a random fact that I'm glad I know in case I'm in this situation. I don't know when yeah. I'd be in a situation like this, but just in case. Oh, so stay on the right. You can't swipe me now, bitches.
1: Well, it's basically like <laughs> what he says he was thinking. Like, basically, he was like, I have to get, like, avoid that right paw and yes. Like, kind of... He kept saying, like, I have to get inside that right arm. Like, basically, like, where she can't, like, hit him.
0: Yeah, but that means getting closer to it. That's yeah. so scary.
1: After getting up from being thrown, he says he didn't want to look at his arm because he was scared it was gone. But just focused on the beard. He said it just felt funny. He might have, like, passed
0: out, honestly, if he looked at it. And
1: probably. Mm-hmm.
0: That would be more real. But he just
1: says, like, it felt funny. He was, he didn't want to look at it.
0: Ugh, he was I just, don't even
1: he was just like i kept focused on the bear
0: yeah i can't even imagine what that would look like
1: <laughs> um but yeah he was like up on his feet like pretty much staring the the bear down and the bear had stood up on his hind legs and was just like circling him like oh, getting, you know. oh my god she was like what she was being a bad bitch sta- standing like, up what and, bitch what <laughs> yeah basically <laughs> square <up. laughs> So Gene's mind was racing, and he knew a grizzly can decapitate a cow with one swipe. Uh, so imagine a bigger bear against a little I'm old Gene. sorry,
0: what? Yeah, dude, ah, they're, they're strong. They don't even have that sharp of claws that you just went over. That means... No, but they're, they're that speedy. strong. They're speedy.
1: Well, they're, and, f- and they're fast, <laughs> they're strong, and they're big. But I guess Literally they can... Literally a nightmare. They can... <laughs> They can easily decapitate a cow. Holy shit. So I guess Gene was like, dude, imagine, like, obviously my head would go off (laughs) a lot easier. Oh
0: my gosh. So
1: he was like, focus on that, right, Paul?
0: Yes. Um, And just to, like, double check, Gene was 69 years old? mm Mm-hmm bro what a (laughs) god oh my god
1: he yeah he was like i know i'm a pretty like an older man but i you know took care of myself i'm in pretty decent shape
0: the one case i respect my elders (laughs) (laughs) gene
1: gene is the homie bro yes so he was just fixated on her paw, and when he came when it came he was ready he actually was able to dodge her like as she swung
0: Oh my Which god Which is wild. He would have been decapitated if he didn't yeah. dodge
1: her. So the way he described it is he just like jerked his head back like a boxer would, like oh, dodging a a right hook. What have you missed? Right? Oh, that's terrible. Well, I mean he he missed it, but she was able to like split his ear in two. And almost, what? like, tear off her, his earlobe. What? But considering... What?
0: Yes, I mean, better than getting decapitated, but <laughs> yeah. not, not an ideal situation either way. Well, no,
1: but, like, he was, like, pretty spot on with his timing, you know? Yes. So, since that failed, she got back on all fours and just, like, shoved him to the ground. Like, she was getting frustrated. <laughs> she just, like, so shoved him. die them. already. <laughs> yeah. And Gene um, knew that she would... He was debating. He was like, am I gonna, like, play dead? Like, just i guess that's, a way that's what you're supposed to do yeah, yeah. but no Jim was like fuck
0: that also i i feel like i wouldn't be able to play dead either because what if it was well, scary you, yeah bro?
1: well that's another thing that he thought about he was either i can play dead and she'll like fucking like beat the shit out of me mm-hmm. or like fight, fight back and he decided to fight oh so she he knew that she would come back and like he just felt like she was angry so she would come and like pounce on him yes so he just braced himself by bending both feet together and kicking upwards as she charged at him, which the collision actually knocked her off to the side. Oh, Like, it actually did damage. Dang, like she
0: he was, was good like, ripped. <laughs>
1: <laughs> no, I think just because in the position he was in, like he was on the floor, it
0: was probably and, like, like her own power against her. Yeah, no, like, that's basically <laughs> yeah, that's
1: basically what they described it as. Like just because he was like kind of like braced mm-hmm. and it was just her own like weight
0: dumb bitch played herself <laughs> she
1: really did um so she began circling him again before charging at him she came at him and he basically did like a pivot mo- oh because when she like um i forgot to mention when she when he like kicked her in the face um <laughs> and she like kind of lost her balance she like went away to like circle again and he had like jumped up real quick
0: okay good yeah, I would not feel fucking safe on the ground like that. <laughs> yeah, no,
1: he, he like jumped up real quick, and she came at him again, and he basically did like this like pivot move. Like he had, I think, believe he had his right leg planted and just kind of moved his left leg, and just so like.
0: These are the most subtle it's, movements that he's risking <laughs> his life on. <laughs> but it but paid it off. It, it paid works. off.
1: What I imagine is he kind of like, what was it called? The matador oh yes like the they kind of just move out of the way yes. last second i kind of feel they're <laughs>
0: also playing with their lives <laughs> true
1: that's kind of why i imagine the way he described it like oh. just like moving yeah so she missed him yet again with her paw and so i guess she just bit him in the large part of his right thigh <sighs>
0: his right side's just destroyed yeah. at
1: this point <laughs> pobrecito So in severe pain, he just reacted. He was basically where he wanted to be, which was he was in between the her shoulder and her head. Mm -hmm. So he was like,
0: "Does that make (laughs) sense?"
1: Yeah, basically.
0: (laughs) Where she couldn't really reach him as easily. Yeah. Okay. But I mean, he
1: was like right next to her. That's her thing. Like
0: up on her. Well, I don't know how to describe it. Use a pillow. The pillow's the bear. Like no,
1: like I'm the bear, so it's okay. my head and my right shoulder. I am shoulder. the bear. I am bear. <laughs> and then Jean is like standing right here in between. Okay, my head. So and, almost like, like if you had
0: your arm around him. Yeah, like you're making a move. The bear was making a move <laughs> on Jean, a deadly move.
1: <laughs> oh, so he basically got into like, yeah, he was like kind of hugging her, and he kind of <laughs> got her in like a headlock position almost. And
0: headlock in a fucking bear hardcore dude (laughs) yeah it's
1: hardcore (laughs) and um he still had the knife in his right hand and he reached over with his right hand which had no feeling but he could see the flesh from his arm
0: no 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 (laughs) no no. he says
1: it was hanging from his elbow down to his fingers oh my god that's pretty gnarly anything
0: i just imagine like stringy flesh pulled pork on his arm. That made me feel more disgusted. Why would you compare I, that? I regret it. <laughs> Makes me glad I don't eat pulled pork. <laughs> pulled pork is delicious. It's good if you do jackfruit like it. Just vegan things. It w- Okay. It's all actually in the seasoning, man. you season stuff? Like vegan chicken That's tastes true. exactly like chicken. Chicken doesn't have much of a taste. <laughs> it's really easy to replicate to be honest i'm not a big fan of chicken i wasn't before but now it's just easy to buy vegan chicken so i'm like all right popcorn chicken what's up i don't
1: really like care for meats you don't or chicken why are you a
0: vegetarian because like you don't want to limit yourself if yeah it's there yeah i mean
1: it's good that you eat less i don't want labels
0: (laughs) (laughs) i hate labels i'm not a can (laughs) i hate that one so much i'm not a can of soup i oh, never said funny. you were motherfucker
1: no i just i mean like i don't care enough but like at the same time i wouldn't want to like cut myself off because mm-hmm. it's like nah you know i'll eat it but yeah. it's not like i care for it too much
0: yeah i was very much like i am now committed committed committed, committed. to this life committed <laughs> yes committed
1: committed <gasps> come what come what, come what? Anyways, he reached over and stabbed her four times in the neck as hard as he could. Um, it was the back of her neck. Yeah. And then he switched tactics. Tactics. <laughs> tic-tacs. Yeah, tic-tacs. <laughs> um, and stabbed her closer to her jaw.
0: Ooh. Ah.
1: To be able, because I guess the way he was positioned, he just, like, it was easier for him to, like, dig the knife into her.
0: Oh. I imagine at the front of the neck will do more damage in the back as well yeah i I feel like well for humans at least it's more sensitive well yeah like the throat uh it's bringing me back to jack the ripper
1: oh gross (laughs) (laughs) so she tried to stop him by basically like picking him off the off the ground oh but he hung on and kept like cutting into her deeper (gasps) like just jabbing her i guess he says like he went as far as like his fist was in her
0: can you imagine walking in on this scene <laughs> just like, I'm in the air like a <laughs> fucking, fucking fisting
1: bloody. a bear? <laughs> Stabbing <laughs> a bear.
0: <laughs> what a scene. No, It really was.
1: <laughs> so she then dropped him and pushed him away with her front paws, but not before Jean was able to like stab her one last time in her jaw which caused blood to squirt everywhere Ew!
0: oh gross on
1: like both of them all over both of them oh my god so this was when gene was finally feeling some type of way and actually shouted bear the lord's on my side so come on like he was like (laughs) (laughs) he was feeling um
0: godly yeah
1: he's like come on bro come at me
0: (laughs) he gets one good hit and he's like i could take on a bear bring your fucking family (laughs)
1: So as she ran towards him he was able to notice that blood was still gushing out of the cut that was on her head. And he noticed also that her head was like kinda cocked to the side. Oh. Like oddly. Yeah. Which like he he's just very knowledge
0: what's the word? He's very knowledge. He's very knowledgeable. <laughs> knowledgeable, yeah. <laughs> I like he's very knowledge. <laughs>
1: Uh, he has a lot of knowledge
0: yes and basically
1: like he was like huh maybe like i fucked up her spine when i like stabbed her (gasps) oh my god so yeah as she charged at him he was like fuck it like i'm just gonna go for it and he braced himself and threw his best left hook hitting the bear straight in the nose
0: oh my god sorry for covering my mouth that probably sounded bad (laughs) i'm just imagining being stabbed in the nose (laughs) and it's not fun (laughs) Well, no,
1: but he just punched him. Oh, okay. well, no, good. The knife was in his other hand.
0: Oh, the dangly one. Ugh. Both bad visuals, Brandy. <laughs>
1: no, sorry, but yeah, he basically punched the bear. Dang with his left arm that's even cooler actually he yeah. punched it but they basically said the same thing as like when he kicked her mm-hmm. it was her own m- momentum I against- like threw her back <laughs> yeah but I guess he he knocked the bear out cold and he busted his knuckles in the process I guess <gasps> they like turned white like he just lost feeling
0: oh my god <laughs> it's
1: like poor man so yeah he then went to grab his rifle and realized he had no control over his grip um, on his right hand and he literally had to, like, pry his fingers off the knife with his teeth. Oh, my God. Because it was, like... I don't know how to explain it. It was just Yeah, it was just, like, fucking, Oof. like, death gripping the knife. So he, like, to pry it open his uh, hand to get the knife out. And so he could, like, shoot the mm-hmm. bear. Because he didn't want to take any chances. Obviously, um, yeah. I'm going to get a little graphic. Oh, no. <laughs>
0: Le- you didn't before, so uh, thank uh, uh, you for it's the It's a word. little more... Oh, God, how? <laughs> um,
1: he tried to shoot her, but was really struggling because his loose skin from his arm was covering the scope.
0: I have nothing to say to that. <laughs> I feel overwhelmed.
1: But yeah, he basically was able to, like, wiggle it off and then finally shoot wiggle her. his
0: skin flap off? Yeah. Okay. Well, off the scope. Oh, oh <laughs> No, thank you.
1: Um, anyways, he was able to shoot the bear twice in the chest.
0: Good. I feel bad, because the bear probably was being normal bear stuff but well
1: he thinks that the bear died like as soon as he punched it because when he shot it um i guess he said it didn't even twitch or nothing like it was he just like know that he shot it because of the the fur kind of moved like where he shot her but other than that like she didn't twitch or nothing yeah
0: and if he really did fuck up her spine that Mm -hmm. momentum of the hit might have like made her like twist it in a weird way like break her own fucking back
1: yeah i feel like that's what happened
0: oh man but that's you could be like yeah i punched a bear and it died basically that's <laughs> the, that was like the title of some of the articles oh my god i love it <laughs> i was like yo this is interesting that's so cool mm-hmm. i have one question did he think at any point that he was gonna die when it was attacking him or was he, like, on? once he saw that blow, he's like, yo, I'm gonna kill you. I'm not scared. I mean, scared. He,
1: he was scared, but the whole time he was just, like, Lord, like, he was, like, praying. Okay. I guess he was a very faithful man. Yeah. He yes. was just praying. Especially afterwards, he did feel like he was gonna die. Okay. Um. So, yeah, his struggle's far from over. He had to go get help, but <laughs> he was... Fucking
0: Steven or whatever. This dude. Who's <laughs> that the guy's name that didn't help. that? That was him? Steve. What a bitch.
1: <laughs> hey, don't blame it all on him. It's...
0: I mean, I blamed a little bit on him though.
1: A little bit. But I guess he was <laughs> two miles from the boat because they came on a boat like through the oh, river. Oh
0: my god.
1: So he started feeling dizzy and from the blood loss, and was, but was able to pull his flesh back into place.
0: God damn sorry, it, Brandy. Sorry.
1: And he covered it. He basically wrapped it in plastic to like
0: keep it from falling off he, again.
1: Basically. <laughs> and I guess um, his right leg was still very like. He couldn't see anything, though, because I guess he was wearing some really thick, like, hunting pants. Okay. Which he thinks he's, like, he was, like, super grateful for. Yes. Um. But basically, he was, like, well, I mean, obviously, I'm bleeding, but I can still walk, so.
0: It's not deadly yet. Yeah.
1: <laughs> yet. <laughs> so, with his rifle in hand, he started his trek to get help. He doesn't know how far he got before exhaustion, like, forced him to lay down or how long he actually, like, laid for, okay. but... He knew that carrying the rifle was like kinda extra weight. Yeah. So he decided to ditch it.
0: Dude, I would be scared another bear would like smell my blood yeah, and come for me. Well
1: that's exactly why he carried his rifle at oh. first. Because he was like, I'm scared I'm gonna come across another bear or like
0: Yeah.
1: Any other danger. But then I guess he was just like, Dude, like this is slowing me down and like He's like, at I'll this die if I stop. Yeah, basi- yeah, that's basically what was his thinking, so he just ditched it.
0: Dang, that's brave. But I guess It would just be bad luck to have two animals attack you in one night. (laughs) For real.
1: (laughs) Um, So he eventually made it near the river, to the river, near the boat, and um, basically yelled for help. And his son and two partners came to the rescue.
0: Like, Dad? Um, Oh, you're here?
1: (laughs) And I guess Carl later went to retrieve the the body of the bear. (gasps) Why? To eat it or something? No, I'll get there. Oh. So Gene said he asked Steve to oh because he was he thought he was gonna die at this point oh and he basically told Steve like dude just just shoot me already and then Steve was like no but if you're still here in the morning I'll I'll shoot you
0: <laughs> See, well like, first of all were... I'm not gonna go to jail for manslaughter <laughs> or something <laughs> no
1: well because they were kind of like in the middle of nowhere
0: oh like not near or, a hospital yeah, or anything. Not,
1: yeah definitely not oh. so I guess they were able to reach the Coast Guard which who were able to send a helicopter good. To rush Jean into the hospital, he spent seven hours in surgery. Um, I think they said it was on Monday all the way to like Tuesday. It was like between oh the night. My gosh, a nurse said that he had so many stitches that she couldn't even like count them all. In oh his my arm, God. he actually has like a massive scar now. It's like a she, no, not she, a <laughs> C shape.
0: Is it like a chunk missing, Loki, or is kind it, of?
1: Well, kind of. No, well, it doesn't look bad. It just okay. I don't know how to describe Yeah,
0: I'm it. probably imagining it much more dramatically no, and scary yeah, than it is. You are.
1: <laughs> okay, good. I mean, you could tell, like, there's a little bit of muscle missing, but it doesn't look bad. It doesn't
0: look like the shape of a bear's jaw. No, into no, no, it. <laughs> no. It no,
1: it just, it's a large scar. scar. It's, like, from his uh, upper thigh
0: arm. Yes, of course. <laughs> down to, like, his Middle forearm. of the forearm? Yeah. Oh, my God. It's, it's pretty, pretty big. I've gotten tattoos in that upper thigh arm area, <laughs> and if that feels anything like a bear bite, it's not fun Uh, i don't think that does (laughs) you know i've basically been bitten by a bear yesterday when i got tattooed around there yeah gene i feel your pain (laughs) we've all been there (laughs) (laughs) so as gene's
1: story spread he actually was offered ten thousand dollars for his book knife that he um hell yeah dude but he actually declined and instead
0: framed it and put it on his wall that sounds like such a gene thing to do. Now that I know more about him, I'm like, he would. He would decline the money and put it on the wall.
1: <laughs> but it was I was looking at the pictures of the knife, and he literally, like, got a little plaque that says, like, knife used to kill bears.
0: That's literally what I was imagining in my head. Like, a little gold plaque. No, it really laid. is. Ah, it is. That's amazing. That's exactly what he We're did. We're totally posting on Instagram. <laughs> that's, that's, no, it's cool. Like <laughs> that's, like, God tier.
1: It's cool. And then, um, if you look closely, you can actually still see some of the bear's hair in the knife. <gasps> What? Well, because it was one of those folding knives. Dang. But uh, yeah, I was like, what? And that's fucking
0: cool. Guess what else he hung on his wall? The bear's head. That's why they went back for it? Well, the whole body. They the, just, what? They, the whole body?
1: Well, the skin. Is that oh, what it my, is?
0: Like his pelt.
1: Is yeah. That I oh. don't know what the word is, but Jesus. yeah. It's right <laughs> next. To, she, he has the bear's body on the wall next to his little knife.
0: The leg. knife I get, but the bear body part's a little creepy. I mean, why not? Shit, you beat a bear, you might as well show it up. Yeah. Off.
1: So, he made Dang. a great recovery and is back to his um, hobbies.
0: He still hunts now? He's able to... Yeah. I imagine it'd be hard to maneuver after having surgery on your arm.
1: Well, maybe, like, right after, yeah. Yeah, but... he probably
0: could get used to it.
1: Yeah. he. I mean, he probably had to, like, relearn, but he was good after. That's scary. Man. Um, He says he's not one to mope around because he <laughs> believes he... Was safe for a reason. He said, our Lord had something for me to do or I would have never made it or been here. Dang. Since I was 14, the Lord has always been my hunting guide and my fishing guide. I've been so blessed for all those years of having Christ on my side. <laughs> he was just a very... Uh... I know,
0: I'm like not very religious. <laughs> so I'm like, okay.
1: Yeah, I can't relate either. I but know. basically, he was just like all about God. <laughs> and, yeah. Um. He was like talking about... How, I think it was someone in the Coast Guard, like when he was being airlifted, mm-hmm. that um, he was just like he thought he was gonna die, and basically like the worker said, like, "You're gonna be fine, buddy." Like, uh-huh. Something about God, and so it meant a lot to him. Yeah, he's just, he's just all about God. Okay. Um, all right. Oh, well, I'll wait. Oh, I was just <laughs> gonna say I'm not sure if he's still alive, but if he is, he's about 90 years old today. Look, like, I feel
0: like he would be though. Yeah, I feel like. I mean, I
1: didn't see an obituary, so I assume he's still alive.
0: That's such a gene thing. He's gonna live to be like 120, chilling in his bear den. (laughs) (laughs) That's a crazy story. Um, That was like a. It's okay. Maybe I should have done somebody who survived because that was like a step by step through this attack, man. Mine's just more guesswork, so yeah i'm gonna be talking about the deaths of timothy treadwell and amy hugenard i don't know how to pronounce her last name yeah, you guys are I used to it at this try. point huh i said i ain't even gonna try yeah no it sounds like uh norwegian or some shit um, mm. some European. thing mm. <laughs> so very nearly all of the information i got for my story was from the 2005 documentary called grizzly man which i would recommend if you have a hulu it was super cool and you can learn like a lot about timothy and the kind of person he was I don't remember if I say the beginning, but just letting you guys know, I don't talk much about Amy because there's not a lot of information out there. Her family didn't want a lot of information about her, but I'll talk about that a little bit more later. So Timothy Treadwell, whose birth name was actually Timothy Dexter, was born on April 29th, 1957 in Long Island, New York. So Timothy was one of five children, and his parents said he was a pretty average, normal kid who got along with other children and animals. He loved his teddy bears, and this is the cutest fucking part of my story. He had a pet squirrel growing up named Willie. He was a pet squirrel. How cute is that? (laughs) There was a little home video of him, and I'm just so jealous. (laughs) Does it do tricks? (laughs) I imagine Willie would. (laughs) In high school, he was into diving, and through that, he was actually able to get a scholarship for college, which is where he began to drink and kind of fell in with the wrong crowd. Oh, Timmy. Oh, Timmy. (laughs) I also don't know if people call him Timothy, Timmy, or Tim, so I just went Timothy. Mm -hmm. I heard all of them. So after a back injury made it so he could no longer die Timothy lost his scholarship and went back home. His dad said he once caught him trying to smoke weed in the house and put a stop to it, but he was sure he was doing it somewhere else, maybe other drugs too. Oh, you put it. Weed is the gateway drug. I hate that. People always use that. Oh, I thought you mean you hate weed, and I was like, you literally oh, work in the I, cannabis I, yeah, industry. I literally <laughs> work for a cannabis company. Yeah, it's not a gateway drug. So, at around 18 or 19, Timothy, who, by the way, was an aspiring actor, moved to Long Beach in California and auditioned for the part of the bartender on Cheers, and rumor has it he was a close second choice after Woody Harrelson, but he ultimately lost the role. Yeah, so I really wonder, like, how different it would have been if he got that role. Like, none of this probably would have happened.
1: Probably, or maybe it
0: would have. Turns out Woody Harrelson would have been the man in the woods with all the bears. (laughs) (laughs) So, his dad believes him losing out on this opportunity is what really destroyed him and caused him to spiral. After a near-fatal drug overdose, Timothy reinvented himself and came up with a new persona, a man named Timothy Treadwell, who was an orphan from either Australia or England. I don't, I don't understand. (laughs) I don't know why he decided to do that. Like, he had siblings, he had a family. Well, I think maybe just because Timothy
1: Dexter was such a failure... Yeah, and we just got into that acting mode and was like, I'm gonna create a new.
0: I'm a new person. Yeah. I have no family. I'm, I'm acting. <laughs> yeah, literally. Yeah, that sounds like such a like Southern California thing to do: move out here, reinvent your life. I'm an orphan from Australia. <laughs> <laughs> Did he even have a? Did he do a fake
1: exit? Yes, and it was not. It was not very convincing. People said. Oh, that's so
0: funny. So he was friends with this other actor, but he was talking about and like he thought that he was like this dude until after he died, he found out that he'd been lying. And he's like, I didn't feel betrayed though. Like comes out to L.A., changes his name, changes everything about himself. Whatever. The huge. The huge, yeah. (laughs) So Timothy had always had interest in animals and bears, and in 1989 made his first of what would be 13 visits to alaska for the summer to see the grizzlies so i read two things about what may have influenced him to go one was that a friend convinced him as he knew that timothy would like it and the other is that after his overdose he had an epiphany and wanted to go somewhere remote and away from civilization (laughs) same yeah so previously timothy had been pretty troubled and he like had been drinking and doing drugs and all this stuff so he spoke of how he either thought like he was going to get to the point where he died from it or he'd finally be able to break free. But up until that point, like nothing had been able to make him stop. Like he even gone to rehab and none of it worked during his first visit to Alaska. When he had his first encounter with a grizzly, he was basically overcome with his need to protect the bears and knew he had to get clean in order to watch over them. So the bears actually helped him to finally get sober, which is kind of cool. The best, uh, what's it, what's it called? Like your sponsor in rehab? His was a grizzly bear in Alaska. <laughs> I don't know nothing of this. I'm sorry. His savior, but also his. I mean, spoiler. But yeah, his death. <laughs> yeah. Uh, scary fun fact for you guys: Alaska is home to 35,000 grizzly bears. Damn. <laughs> and Katmai National Park and Preserve has the largest protected population of them at around 2,200 grizzly bears. The area where Timothy had seen the bears, like where he would. Go and like live basically was in a remote part of Katmai named Kathleen Bear, which he nicknamed the Grizzly Maze. The particular area he would stay in was full of thick brush and intersected with a lot of bear trails, so it was more likely for him to run into them. During his last five years camped out, he took a camera and filmed over a hundred hours of footage to show bears their natural habitat and kind of make a documentary about himself. So it was cool in the documentary I was watching, like they showed like clips of him. It was kind of funny because you could tell he was getting his a little acting mode on. He would <laughs> he would say it. And then he'd stand there for a second, and then he'd start over, saying it, like, in a more dramatic way. (laughs) Literally, actually, us recording the podcast, though, we're like, wait, 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 delete that. True. So, Timothy and the park services were not the best of friends. Timothy broke several big park restrictions. For example, there's a federal rule saying that every seven days, he must move his camp at least one mile, but he refused to do this because he thought it would move him out of the grizzly maze, and he wouldn't be able to study and protect the bears. He would camouflage his tent so any park service people like in the area wouldn't be able to see him. You're also supposed to pitch your tent out in the open. That way the bears can see where you are and like you won't freak them out. But Timothy didn't care for this rule. And like I said before, he was just camped out in the thick brush. Another huge no-no is getting close to the bears. You were supposed to stay at least a hundred yards away from them. And I'll talk more about his interactions with bears in like the next paragraph. But yeah, he hardcore ignored that rule. And some of his videos, he would, like, go off on rants, basically being like, fuck you guys, you fucking suck, you don't take care of the bears at all. And one, he said he'd only seen a helicopter fly over the area twice in as many months. He, I think he might have had a little bit of a savior complex, honestly. Mm -hmm. He felt like he was the only protector, like, no one else cared as much as he did. So in Grizzly Man, they show a lot of the clips Timothy had filmed of himself during a stay in Alaska, and I thought it was like him observing them from far away and kind of how- hiding out to take videos of them, right? Mm-hmm. Dude, he would literally like boop these grizzly bears on the nose. What the fuck? He was fucking up close and personal with them, and he would just chill right in front of them, talking. One of them, he like got in the water with this bear who was swimming, like minding his own business, and he tried to pet it as it was going away, and it kind of turned on him and growled. He was like, "It's okay, it's okay, it's okay." he would just so say that funny. like they understood him he'd always be like it's okay it's fine <laughs> it was so weird I'll, I'll probably post like screenshots of some of these because it like the first one of the first clips they show is him like touching a bear in the face and i was like it was like that <laughs> <laughs> so one of the bears timothy talked about on camera was a five-year-old female that he had nicknamed the Gr- or just grinch because she had an aggressive attitude and one part of the footage <laughs> she probably didn't like him i know she's probably like you're not a bear get out of here <laughs> In one part of the footage, he's just chilling on some rocks by a creek in front of Grinch, like, less than 10 feet away, probably, explaining how he can't turn around too much or she'll try to bite him. He turned around and is looking at her, and she does, like, kind of a fake lunge at him, and he's <laughs> able to, like, stand his ground so she backs off. But it's, like, it's wild to me, because even after that, and, like, telling her, don't do that, as she's walking away, he's apologetic to her and keeps saying, like, it's okay, I love you, I'm sorry. <laughs> he he really loved these bears, guys. <laughs> And I, I did read one thing saying that bears, like, will try to, like, see if they're prey strong or something by doing, like, a fake lunge. And if you run away, they're like, "Ha, weak bitch. And then they'll come <laughs> for you. I don't remember where I read that from. And Robert's raising his eyebrows at me, so I'm like, is it wrong? I don't know. He didn't hear me. Never mind. He explains how there isn't much fish around and Oli has been acting grumpy and more like an alpha male lately. Timothy had actually met him a few days before on a trail and Oli charged him, but he was able to deter him. He acknowledges that there are bears that on occasion do kill and eat humans for survival. This is a little bit of foreshadowing for you guys right now. So, as well as bears, there were some really fucking cute... This is not even related. I just liked it. There was some really cute footage of, like, little foxes that would hang outside of his camp and, like, just on top of it. And it was so adorable. He would just, like, pet them and play with them and their babies and they're just chilling. I was... Yeah, I was jealous of that part. Uh, The footage of the... First, footage of the shirt of the foxes, though was so cute because he's in his tent and you could just see something like, poking it, and then it <laughs> was just a little fox nose is booping, It's <laughs> adorable. It was adorable. probably like, what these? Like, what are you? And one of them stole his hat, and he seemed like he was actually getting genuinely upset. He was falling, and he's like, motherfucker, don't go in the den, and it went <laughs> in the den. <laughs> Damn. Over the years, Timothy became more well-known for basically being, like, this bear fanatic who would camp out in Alaska completely alone for months at a time. So, when I say he, like, went there, he would go there for, like, months. Like, his full oh, summers. Shit. Camped out alone. When he wasn't camping out, he would go to school sometimes and speak to classrooms about bears, and he would do this for free, just because he loved talking about them. <laughs> and he really wanted to, like, educate people on them. He just, he really cared about them. And, um, although some thought he was risking his life needlessly or that he was just doing it for money, he just didn't give a fuck. And he was like, this is what I want to do. I'm going to do it. I don't really know how I feel about it. (laughs) As I explained more, you could get both sides of the story, kind (laughs) of. During an interview once, Timothy was asked, like, how can you live among these deadly creatures all day for months at a time? Like, don't you think if you were ever to be attacked by one, you'd be like, shit, I really wish I had a gun with me. (laughs) And Timothy responded, saying, I would never, ever kill a bear in defense of my own life. I would not go into a bear's home and kill a bear. He loved bears. (laughs) I don't know how many times I'm going to have to say that this story, but he loved bears, guys. So ecologists Marnie and Mark Agade believed that Timothy wanted to become a bear. (laughs) Which, bro, it adds up once you listen to some of the stuff. But they thought, they kind of compared it to, like, a religion for him like how invested he was yeah it sounds
1: like he was super fixated yeah
0: like more than you would expect yeah it's kind of like creepy now i know i feel bad because he died obviously i wish he didn't but reading about him at first i thought it was just like he was he was a little disrespectful like going and like touching the bears and stuff it's like this is their home like you can't do that i feel like if i was a bear you get annoyed like be like bro get out Where of here what the fuck is this little twig thing i know that's probably why they're always <laughs> like fake charging shit. him and stuff and they're like please leave i don't want to kill you just go <laughs> like he's totally invading their space and privacy i know yeah i I'm a, that's why like before i told you like i thought he just observed from afar so i mm. thought this was just like crazy and i'm like no he was up in there booping them just petting them getting at all the time like imagine if he did that with the lion Oh, no. Oh, no, 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 no. That line would put
1: him in his place immediately. I guess the bears are more passive-aggressive? Maybe.
0: I mean, they get aggressive later. But... They're more cuddly at first. Yes. So, Timothy had written to, I think, two of these two um, before his death, quote, I have to mutually mutate into a wild animal to handle the life I live out here. And also... There are many times that I feel death is the best option. My work would be much more seriously looked at and possibly make the difference than living I can't do. So he kind of considered himself like unworthy of spreading his message and thought like the shock of him dying would possibly be a catalyst to make people finally pay attention. <laughs> but that's just something like he wanted to be a martyr a little bit. No judgment. I mean, I get <laughs> sometimes like in high school whenever I was like emo and stuff. I was like. I should- if I just, like, killed myself, then everyone would know how sad I was and just dumb shit like that. But also, he was, like, a grown man, and I was a very emotional, agoraphobic teenager, so (laughs) different scenarios. (laughs) Like I said before, and I was just talking about, he was a fairly controversial dude, and Mark had collected some hate mail he'd received. I thought this was gonna be more like people complaining that he was living among the bears and, like, being disrespectful, like I said- and I, like, maybe they were scared for him or whatever. But the ones that Mark read were literally just people upset that he happened to care so much about the bears. Like, it was weird. One letter said, quote, A bear diet consists of liberals and dims and wacko environmentalists that think the spotted owl is the most important thing in the world. We need to somehow drastically increase the number of bears in, in America, especially in such key spots as the Berkeley campus does that not sound like something that trump would tweet or something yes, something stupid i was like wow this is from like the early 2000s i feel like i read this on twitter earlier today <laughs> uh, another letter implied that he was just doing all this to get donations but he actually did not have very much money at all larry von dale a bear biologist said people would encounter timothy in the field and said that he would act like a bear and act surprised like a bear and sometimes would make noises like one so as i was saying your boy wanted to be a bear real bad i'm just thinking about how uncomfortable it would be to see a grown man in his 40s like acting like a fucking bear yeah acting like a bear it's awkward i know i don't know uh dedication yeah it truly is and i guess he like he'd be out there for months alone like you're gonna start going a little crazy (laughs) true so, uh, Larry, he said that when you spend a lot of time with bears, there's almost like a calling to some people, like, to join their life, and you want to join their world, because while it's harsh, it is a simpler world. Unfortunately, humans are not bears. Like, it's just not possible. They're not going to recognize you as one of them. Uh-uh. Even if it seems like it at first. Sven Cockinson? Hopefully of the native Alatik people spoke about the bears and said there's an unspoken rule that you don't invade on their territory. You need to make sure they know you are around. He believes that acting like a bear was the ultimate disrespect to the bears and what they represent. While he does obviously feel sorry for Timothy, he thinks that he may have done more damage to the bears than good as like when you get comfortable around wild animals, they begin to look at humans as safe and like non-threatening. So they're more likely to attack. That's like what everyone says. like you don't want to domesticate animals. Like, do not feed bears. Even squirrels, they're like, don't feed squirrels because then they're relying on you. That's true. Timothy was very paranoid about poachers coming into the park to kill the bears, despite there actually not being too much proof that this had been, like, happening too often. Over time, his disdain for civilization seemed to grow as he became more situated to living with the bears, and he seemed to think anyone who came onto the grizzly maze was a threat. So, like I said before, Timothy had become kind of well-known for being this mysterious dude hidden out in Alaska with the bears, <laughs> and sometimes visitors of the national park would try and find him. In one tape he made, he's showing near his camp, saying how someone had been there. In a log near his tent, someone had written, Hey Timothy, see you in summer of 2020, er, 20, see you in summer of 2001. And nearby, there were two separate piles of large rocks that had been stacked on top of each other, and on one, is smiley faces drawn on top. I'm not sure if the messages are more, like, friendly or joking or maybe meant to be threatening, but Tim view- Timothy viewed these messages as warnings. He was like, they're not... He was saying in, like, one of the clips, like, they're not telling me they're gonna kill me or we're gonna come chop your fucking legs off, but I know that this is, like, a warning to me. He just... he He might have just been very paranoid, honestly. Are you tell. sure he wasn't on the, no drugs? He was on that bear high. <laughs> I didn't know that was a thing. Uh... Bro, doesn't it not, does it not sound like he was on it though he was <laughs> he was on that
1: bear shit
0: in one video he was touching bear shit and Ew. he was like it's still warm and he's like <clears throat> i know he's like i i don't even think it's that gross because this is a part of her this was in her and i'm just thinking well, okay. if aliens came to space they're grabbing human shit and they're like this is a part of Mm-hmm. That was a little too much. I was like, bro, we get it. You That's like bears. <laughs> he was touching. He was like, it's still warm. This is a part of her. And I was like, oh, no. No, no, no. <laughs> no, it's not a part of her. It, it is not. Of her. Oh, no. It's just waste. <laughs> Literally. So regardless, he seemed to really thrive in the wilderness and felt most at home while living there. In the documentary, they spoke to Kathleen Parker, who he had known for 13 years and was a close friend of him. So she would store his gear for him in the winter and when he went to embark in the wilderness, he would do so from her house. He would always tell her upon leaving, I love you, this is going to be the best year of my life out there. If I don't come back, it's what I want. This is the way I want to go. Kathleen actually held on to some of Timothy's ashes and later on went to spread them along with some bare fern plants where Timothy last camped, which was not the place he was killed. Different place. Spoilers. Anyway. Back in civilization, he founded Grizzly People, an organization for protecting bears and preserving their habitats, along with his friend and former girlfriend Jewel Palavak. Palavak. <laughs> I talk about her a little more later too. Timothy's girlfriend at the time of his death was uh, Amy, the other one I mentioned in the beginning. She was with him the last three summers in the grizzly maze, despite his self-stylized personas being completely alone in the wilderness. So she was just not in any of the clips at all. Like, yeah, so I wasn't able to get much information on her because I said, like, her family didn't want to speak in the documentary. And oh, yeah. So over the hundred hours of footage, hundreds of hours, hundreds, a lot of hours of footage. (laughs) uh, Amy was actually even only shown on the screen three times over three summers and hundreds of hours or hundred why do i why do i insist on saying that when i don't know
1: like like actually someone reviewed everything and she barely only or they only like actually put three times like Like,
0: i think that they literally because people have like looked over all this footage obviously because people are just interested in what he does. Mm-hmm. And you can only see her three times. Stay on those walls. That's so crazy. Because he probably didn't want anyone to know, honestly, that he was taking people. Because his whole thing was that he went alone. That's true. But yeah. So the first time she is seen is leaving the seaplane that dropped them off. And you're unable to see her face as her hair is obscuring it and she has a hand up to avoid the sun. The second shot, she is sitting creekside watching bears. And again. It's these two guys. It's not just watching bears. It's like 10 feet away from a bear. That's
1: wild. (laughs) I'd be too
0: scared to be that close. Dude, she was scared of bears. No way. He wrote in his diary that she was scared of bears and uncomfortable around them. I think she was dead for him. Which, (gasps) yo, if Robert tried to do this, I'd be like, nah, not even for you. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, So yeah. Again, in the second footage, though, you can't see her well because she's wearing a mosquito net over her face. The third clip was not long before they were killed, actually, and she was crouching down like she was trying to get out of the camera shot while Timothy filmed a bear feet away from them. And some people think that this may have been the bear that ended up killing them. Yeah. Mm Mm-hmm. Well, not too much is known about Amy. It is known that she, like I said, was frightened of bears, and she was really uncomfortable around them. Like, she – I think she probably thought that they were interesting. I don't think she would have gone if it was only fear – but she wasn't as interested as timothy or as brave as timothy around them that sounds bad because i was just about to say according to jewel that i mentioned earlier who was also friends with her she was like a very brave person and she was pretty strong that's Actually, so scary though i was gonna say she would be braver braver <laughs> <laughs> brave close enough she would be braver than timothy because he's not really scared of bears and he's around them can you imagine if you're afraid of them and living around them You're brave yeah, as shit that's true <laughs> So, usually they vacated their camp by late September as the bears were beginning to fatten up and get ready for hibernation, but in 2003, Timothy had decided he wanted to stay an extra week. They had even gone to an airport and everything, but after Timothy had an altercation with an airport employee over the fidelity of his ticket, he was basically fucking over people and decided to go back to, go back to his bears. In his diary, he wrote, quote, how much I hate the people's world. <laughs> so dramatic, honestly. <laughs> Amy wasn't very happy with of events. She was afraid of the bears, and she had a deadline to return for a new job. She spoke openly to Timothy about leaving him for good, and I'm assuming that he wrote that in his diary, or maybe she had a diary as well. In one of his last diary entries, Timothy wrote that Amy had called him hell bent on destruction, but despite all this, she still chose to stay with him for whatever reason. Upon arriving back at their campsite, they found that most of the usual bears that they were like accustomed to and semi-friends with, I guess? had already gone into hibernation and now wilder, meaner bears they hadn't seen before were beginning to come into the area looking for food. Mm -mm. This sounds like the setup of something really bad. Mm -hmm. (laughs) On October 5th, 2013, Timothy used a satellite phone to speak to an associate back in California, saying they weren't having any problems with the bears and all was good. The very next day, October 6th, seaplane pilot and friend of the couple, Willie Fulton, went to pick up Timothy and Amy. He thought it was strange as he couldn't hear them and there was none of their gear on the beach waiting to be loaded up he tied up his plane and began to yell their names he saw a little bit of movement up on the hill and figured they just couldn't hear him calling out so he began to walk up the trail to the camp he was about three quarters of the way up when he began to feel that something wasn't right as still nobody was answering his calls so he turned around and began to head back down to his plane as he was nearing it he happened to look around and saw a grizzly bear which he described as sneaking slow with his head to the ground He'd seen this bear around before, but said that it looked mean and nasty, so he hurried to his plane, untied it, and took off. He flew above the camp, and when he looked down, he could see a bear eating at a human rib cage, which he oh, knew must shit. have belonged to one of his friends. Uh, yeah, sorry, I should have for graphic. You know, I'm, I'm just gonna find the- you guys should expect this by now. Come on, we're talking about animal attacks. <laughs> So Willie attempted to fly low above the camp a few times in hope of scaring off the bear, but every time he did, the bear heard him and would just start eating faster. Like he was like, Oh shit, I really need to hurry this red cage. <laughs> so it just made it a little worse there. Suddenly Willie realized that he had potentially been the bear's next victim and began to like go into fucking shock brought on by adrenaline. But once he was able to like calm down a little bit, he went back to he went and called back to the office and told them that Basically, these people were almost definitely dead and he needed assistance. When park services arrived, Willie led them up to the trail where he'd seen the remains of one of his friends when one of the people yelled, bear, and they all put out their guns. They began to shoot at the bear and ultimately killed it, and Willie looked at it and recognized it as the bear he'd seen earlier looking at him on the trail. In the process of retrieving the mangled remains of Timothy and Amy, a second younger bear was also killed when it attempted to charge at the group. Mm -hmm. willie said it was tough because even though like one of these bears maybe both had likely killed his friend he knew that timothy wouldn't have wanted them to be killed in retaliation and he likely would have been happier if just nobody ever even found his remains which from what i've heard of timothy so far yeah yeah a hundred percent amy meanwhile probably like find me (laughs) get me home yeah so they performed an on-site necro necropsy I don't know if that's how you pronounce it. I think it's just, like, basically, like, an autopsy, kind of. Mm. You cutting it open. That's gross. That sounded gross. Uh, but, yeah, they did that on the first bear that they had killed, and they found human body parts and clothes inside of him. This was the bear that had killed Timothy and Amy, a 28-year-old grizzly bear that was only identified as his tag, 141. The carcass of the younger bear was drug off and eaten by other grizzlies before it could be looked into. Oh my god. Bro, they eat their own. They don't fucking care. I
1: mean, they were hungry.
0: Yeah. It's because, um, I was talking to Robert about this before I was, like, sure if I was even going to talk about, um, like, for sure and stuff. Because I'd I'd heard about this story before because there's one part coming up is what I heard about. I didn't know the full story. Um, but he was like, yeah, like, why the fuck would they be out there before hibernation and stuff? Because, like, that's just they don't care what you are like they're gonna eat you like days before he'd also filmed another bear that was like diving to the bottom of a creek just to get like a dead salmon like they were fucking hungry they were just gonna eat whatever they could yeah oh and i also thought it was interesting because this bear that was tagged with 141 so apparently earlier in the year he'd been like um anesthesia he was under anesthetic (laughs) and they pulled out his tooth in order to figure out his age and the way that they tagged them It's actually kind of gnarly, like I don't like this. They tattooed the number 141 on the inside of his lip. I'm like, that seems kinda fucked up, no? Yeah. That's a little fucked up. And then you just release him and he's like, Why does my mouth hurt? Where's my tooth? That's wild. Yeah. In the area, they quickly found what remained of the couple's bodies. A little graphic now. If I if Brandy wasn't more graphic before. Mm -hmm. It's not too much though, don't worry. As I'm about to say, they found Timothy's disfigured head with part of his spine on the ground. And also, separate from that, was his right forearm and hand, which still had his watch on it. Near the tent, they found a pile of dirt, grass, and leaves with some sticks, which had some of Amy's remains hidden inside. So I guess after making their kills, it's common for Grizzlies to, like, make a storage thing, basically, and hide food in there to go and eat later. So. Highly like that. This was made by the bear. Timothy was 46 at the time of his death, and Amy was only 37. And they are the first known victims of a fatal bear attack in the Me National Park. Wow. A helicopter pilot who came to assist the cleanup, named Sam Egley, Sam Egley, spoke in the documentary. Uh, so Sam said how the bear was, the bear was cut open and had so many remains inside that it took up to four garbage bags filled with human remains. Jeez yep 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 yep. super cool he also <laughs> thought tim was acting like he was working with people dressed as bears rather than these dangerous creatures and he believed tim only last timothy only lasted as long because the bears must have thought that there was something wrong with him like that he must have been the bears thought he was mentally handicapped or something i'm like that's no you don't just say that you sound like a dick yeah, that's and then he went on to say that he thought timothy timothy got what he was asking for and got what he deserved Damn. It was hardcore, dude. But he did feel bad that Amy was taken, too. And it, it was just, like, too victim-blaming for me to be like, oh, he deserved to die. And I'm like, no.
1: I don't know if he deserved it, but, like...
0: He was putting—he he was, was too, like, casual with it, I guess. Yeah. Like, he wasn't... He probably got too comfortable, let down his walls a little. He was like, oh, like, I'm friends with these. He should have stayed more on guard, honestly. Yeah, so... I still, I don't think he deserved to die by being mauled by a bear, though. Mm -mm. (laughs) This hardcore dude. So the bodies arrived to the corner in a large metal can about the size of a coffin, and inside there were two plastic bags, one filled with Timothy's remains and one filled with Amy's. Damn. That's, that's, nope, 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 nope. All that was left of them were parts of a deconstructed human body. Mm. I should mention now that along with the bodies, they also found all of Timothy's footage, some of which had been made like super recently before they were killed. So just days before their deaths, Timothy made a video where he spoke about how camping in the grizzly country is extremely risky. He said how despite the fact that he'd been living and camping in such dangerous conditions for years without weapons, he had remained safe and that he was thankful for every minute that he's able to spend around the bears in the grizzly maze. He then talks about how if anyone else were to try and do what he was doing, they would die there. But he was able to find a way to survive among them. Again, like, looking a little savior complex, (laughs) kind of. He's special, okay? Yeah, I don't He really, I I feel like a dick, but, like, he really thought these bears probably felt the same way that he felt about them. And clearly they were just like, you were entertaining for now, but now you're food. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, It was super shocking to me, obviously, listening to all this and, like, knowing that he was going to be killed by the bear in just a few days, but extra chilling was that at one point he licked off behind him and the screen said in subtitles, sight of his death directly behind. And I was like, oh my god. And it made me think, I was like, how many times, like, have I walked past the place I'm going to die and I just don't (sighs) know? Ooh, freaked me out. So just hours before his death, there is a recording of Timothy as he reflects on that year's expedition, saying at one point, quote, I've tried hard. I bleed for them. I live for them. I die for them. I love them. I love this. It's tough work, but it's the only work I know, and it's the only work I'll ever want. Take care of these animals. Take care of this land. So this is the worst thing ever, so please be prepared. Um, This is how I had heard of this story before. Mm -hmm. At the end of all the footage... It seems that timothy or amy had been setting up the camera to film but hadn't yet taken off the lens cap when the bear attack actually began so there is a six minute audio recording of them as they are being attacked by a bear and dying Mm
1: -hmm.
0: so there's a leaked version possibly leaked version of this tape but some people don't think it was real because it may or may not like match the transcript of what happened but Mm. The coroner who listened to the for sure real one had said based on what he heard like the attack happened like super fucking suddenly like came out of nowhere and he said that timothy was attacked first and unfortunately i guess for some grizzly bears they automatically go for the head first yeah. so it was fucking gnawing at his skull while he was screaming for amy to come and help him and he was just yelling and like moaning saying that he was dying and he was getting killed out there and uh, after going for his head he ended up going for his leg and he like amy i guess was like yelling at him at first like telling him to play dead and stuff because that was what you're supposed to do but he tried playing dead and it wasn't working so then he like was telling her to like grab a frying pan or something because he didn't take any weapons with him like he it was honestly just a fatal mistake he like trusted these bears wouldn't do anything to him so amy i thought this was actually really brave of amy because even though like she eventually began to yell at her to like run and save herself but she was really brave she grabbed the frying pan and like stood her ground and was trying to like hit it in the head to help save him but unfortunately the bear ended up turning on her at some point and killing her as well Damn. yeah um i listened to the version that i only okay i wasn't going to listen to it because i'm like that's terrifying until i read that people were like thinking that's fake and i was like okay so i could just get a general idea without actually hearing someone dying and it sounded pretty real so <laughs> if this is fake the real one must be fucking awful it was only two minutes of it and it's yeah. just screaming and just awful and i i read one thing i don't even think i sourced it i write down my sources and i don't post it anywhere but <laughs> they're there um but i think it said like bears react to like the sound of like animals screaming like because it means like they're like weak or injured or dying so at one point like the bear dragged timothy away which is scary and amy was just like screaming and stuff like fucking panicking her boyfriend just got dragged away she's terrified of bears she doesn't know what to do and i think that maybe her screaming may have caused the bear to go back Mm -hmm. and get her too so the footage is in the hands of the friend jewel who i mentioned above and she's never listened to it she doesn't plan to and she keeps it locked up Another little cool thing, though, to lighten the mood a bit, she was given, given Timothy's watch that was found on his body by the coroner, and it actually still worked when she got it. Well. It's a fucking sturdy watch, dude. It lasted, oh God, I was just going to grab it and say, it lasted his arm literally getting bitten off or clawed <sighs> off his body. Huh. Didn't lighten the mood much, did I? <laughs> <Nope>. <laughs> you did and then you did yeah, it. yeah i just really ruined that um but yeah whether people agree or disagree with what timothy was doing and whether or not you think he was asking for this jewel herself put it best when she said they truly died what they were living for the yeah. end
1: Sounds about I, think right. I
0: really wanted to end on that lighter note about like the watch working and then i remember that the watch was found on a severed forearm Whew! well that was a fun one you guys <laughs> uh fuck bears fuck alaska <laughs> never going there damn um,
1: poor alaska what did alaska do to you
0: had several big brown bear attacks <laughs> yeah i guess but i do wonder if you it was just gotta be a badass
1: like gene you gotta know this shit true
0: i know you would or think... just don't
1: put yourself in that situation
0: yeah okay like the difference is like gene was more like aware like thinking this bear was gonna attack him i think that timothy definitely came too overconfident and thought like oh i could just scare him off Mm -hmm. i've scared off so many before that's true and it sounds like what i'm imagining is just that like ran up behind him and fucking grabbed his head and his jaws
1: yeah i feel like it was just a a hangry bear
0: Yep. you know just
1: saw an opportunity and was
0: like he looks yummy (laughs) Yep. and then saw amy screaming and was like oh seconds yeah this is sounds sounds like fucked up but it like the bear ate like a lot of their bodies it was hungry it was hungry it's gross i I was so shocked listening to the documentary whenever he said he looked down he saw a human rib cage i was like oh my god it wasn't even like a full body that's wild and it was one day they died one day before they're supposed to be picked up that's terrifying anyway like i said fuck alaska fuck brown bears (laughs) Uh, thank you guys for listening, though. If you're in Alaska, tell us if you've seen a bear. Gene, you out there? Are you be, listening? Be careful, guys. Please be careful, Alaskans. Hit up Gene if you need some tips. Right? Just 90-year-old Gene chilling. Uh, if you guys want to email us, you can at thespookyshit.pod at com. The confidence there. Hopefully that's our email. <laughs> I think we put it, like, on our bio or something. Whatever. Our Instagram is spookyshay_pod underscore pod, and so is our Twitter, spookyshay_pod. underscore pod. I forgot we have the same one. I'm killing it at this outro okay. right now, by the way. I'm doing great. <laughs> uh, but yeah, thanks, as always, for listening, you guys. Let us know, like, what you think, if you're scared of bears, if you have any ideas that you want us to talk about, um, or any, like, ghost stories that you want to share with us. We'd love to do another listener episode. We're really running out of ghost stories at this point. There's a lot of ghost stories, but it's hard to find a theme. Because we do themes. We can't just do haunted house every week, even though I would love to. <laughs> I would love to. I mean, there are a lot. We should do haunted asylums. Hospitals. I know what we're doing in two weeks. That's not fucking cool. <laughs> okay, we're doing that. <laughs> uh, and, yeah. If you guys want to tell friends to listen to us as our That'd Christmas gift. Great. It'd be really great. It'd like, be a good Birthday. I'm trying this late birthday present for you Super and an early Christmas present at the same time. Yes, yes. Uh, but okay, I just I just clearly don't know when to end this. Thank you guys for listening. Any if final you words? If you listened
1: this far, thank you.
0: Yeah, it's and only gonna be us. Peace, peace.
1: Bye. Bye. <laughs>